Hello and welcome to another episode of the House Life Podcast, where I talk about myself. Yeah, just myself. So this has been um, procrastinated for quite a while already. Um, my last episode was in December, so it's been almost like three months. But um, I won't say I'm back back, because I am still quite lazy to post, but um, I mean, I'm doing it now. I have had a few people ask already, so I'm like, okay, fine, fine. I'm just going to record and then just, you know, consolidate everything that has happened from the past few months that I have not posted anything. So basically, um, I'll just, I already have a list, so I'm just going to go down the list so that I can just cover it chronologically, okay? So in December, after I recorded my podcast, I actually went to Bangkok. So it's like the first time that I've traveled since 2019. So just one year before the pandemic. Lah. So um, unfortunate that it was so long ago. Uh, I do like, I mean, it's not that I like traveling, but I like being on a plane. So um, that was a great experience. Um I just I, I realized afterwards like how expensive it was because um I actually took like Singapore Airlines to Bangkok so it was not cheap. I think if I have if I had taken like Scoot or just a budget airlines I would have been fine with it as well because it's so short so I, I couldn't really do much anyway, so I think it was a bit of a waste of my money. After I just researched cause um my friends wanted to kind of go to Bangkok as well but um that that was all gone to shit already so yes um so my trip to Bangkok that was in uh late December during the Christmas period so that was when I actually had uh like break a break because of Christmas and because like I I could leave on a Friday night and then come back on like a Monday night because of uh like off in lieu to Christmas so that was like a two day two day two night thingy because I, I think I reached um, Bangkok at around like 12am or 1am uh, on a Saturday and then I went back on like a Monday afternoon or Monday night so yeah I mean it was pretty fun uh, I didn't really buy a lot uh, considering that Bangkok is usually where you buy like cheap clothes, cheap whatever, right? I was actually looking to buy like uh, a backpack or just, I don't know, clothes, pants that I would wear because, I mean, it's supposed to be cheaper in Bangkok, right? But I didn't really find any that I liked and it was honestly, I don't know, it's not my fashion style. I mean, for me, I, I like to wear just more plain clothes it can have some kind of text but preferably not like graphic because i don't really like to wear like graphic tees um just just like i, I don't i think I, I don't know whether like graphic tees are just tees with like pictures or what i don't know whether like text is considered graphic tees but okay whatever just i like just more plain tees with um i don't know some small text that's not obnoxious and it's just like a design, a touch of design rather than just like completely plain. Nah. I mean, 
Um, I don't want it to look too boring as well. But I mean, I do have a lot of Uniqlo shirts. So last time, I only had like one Uniqlo oversized tee. Now I have, um, I think, four or five. So I had a, a dark blue one. And then uh, I have a black and white one, which I got after that. And then now I have like a cream and like a gray one. So that's around five. So that's great. I mean, I really like like those shirts from Uniqlo. So um, as much as I used to say I like dry fit shirts, I, I find them like a bit ugly now. So I'm, I've transitioned into the typical guy Uniqlo fashion sense. So a lot of my shirt is from uh, Uniqlo. But my pants are actually like from a lot of different places. I have some from Bossini from like years ago. I have some from uh, my recent Johor trip that I'll talk about later. And I think that's about it. I don't really remember any other places that I bought shorts because I, I don't really buy much shorts. That's why I went to Johor and buy anyways. So I'll talk about it later. But um, for the Bangkok trip, I actually wanted to buy like a backpack as well because my backpack was like pretty old already and it was kind of like... Uh, when there huh? the the strap is like a bit like coming off. I think like the buckle. I don't know whether it's called a buckle, but like just a thing that tightens the strap. Um, one side is already broken. Uh, and yeah, it, it wasn't great. So I was kind of looking like uh like looking for like a leather type or just like a matte black bag, right? That was like my conditions. I didn't really want uh, those type of canvas bag or I don't know what other type of bags there are. But I basically just want a black bag with a nice feel to when you touch it. Like For example, the one that I have now, right? I actually bought from Shane. Um, not, not, I'm not very proud of it. But yeah, I do buy stuff from Shane because it's cheaper and yeah, I want to save money. Uh... Of course, I don't like proudly tell everyone. I mean, I am telling everyone now, but um, yeah, I bought my bag from Shane. It's it's pretty like decent quality. I really like the material. It's like matte black. Um, it looked like leather, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad it's not leather because it's probably fake leather which will peel off very fast. So yes, I love my bag now. Um, overall, I mean, I do like matte black as a whole or any just like matte colors because... Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but anytime I come across a car that is wrapped in like a matte finish, I I just stare at it for a while, you know, like just like, wow, next time when I get a car, I want that, you know, I mean, you see a lot of those like glossy cars or like glossy finish, a glossy wrap or just like a lot of like reflective material and matte black or like just matte colour, matte matte like coating. It's just so, I don't know, satisfying to me. Uh, I don't know how to explain it other than it just looks really cool. So yes, um, sidetrack, but yeah. Uh, going back to Bangkok. Okay, Bangkok. So I stayed in this uh, Japanese Bangkok fusion like uh, hotel that has a lot of like uh, Japanese influence like, in terms of the architecture, um, it's called Solaria Nishi- Nishitetsu or something like that. 
but um yeah it's it's actually like right beside it's like connected to a train station so that's like amazing um and yeah it, it was a pretty great experience it had like those uh what's that called smart toilets which is like i i never really experienced it or i did go to japan before but i don't remember it so it was quite an eye-opening experience i to this day i still do not know how to use the smart toilet because i don't understand how you're able to like use the 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 spray function without using toilet paper because like once you spray it it's already wet so like it defeats the whole purpose of saving like paper or what right okay maybe it's cleaner but i don't know it's it's very gimmicky, I guess. But one thing that I like is that it had warm seats. Because usually when you sit on toilet, like, seats are actually very cold. So it's a bit uncomfortable. And you only, like, after, like, a minute, then your ass gets used to it. So, um, yeah. Uh, that's a com- creature comfort. Um, other than that, I think the hotel was pretty nice. Because for me, I went with my parents. And it was, like, three people total. So they took one room and I took, like, a separate room. With like a double bed off myself. It was amazing, yeah. Like I had the whole room to myself, lah. I had the whole bed to myself. I could just roll around, which is yeah, amazing. Uh yeah, the entire I think that that pretty much sums up the the entire experience. Um I think I did go to a night market, but I didn't buy much. We just like ate some food and yeah. We went some shopping at um, those like big malls we didn't really buy back much I think it was a bit wasted because usually people like I said like, they go Bangkok they go and buy cheaper stuff but yeah I didn't find anything to my liking so yes oh yeah we did buy like two luggages from there which is like a few hundred dollars it's good quality but I mean yeah it has like um, international warranty so that's great. Okay, yeah, I'm boring you guys. Okay, continue. Next topic. So, Bangkok finished. That was in December. Then, in January, I also finished my internship and also had, like, my first ever um, performance in with a live performance with an audience. So, wait, that's January. Yes, that's, that's January. Yes, that's... I think that's January. I think I'm high. I'm pretty sure it's January. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I think for the internship-wise, uh, there's nothing much that I need to talk about. It's just, like, I just finished it all. Like, I finished the project already. I finished my presentation. I didn't really get back a grade, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, at least A lah. Because, um, I, I think that the final presentation and the final report always, like, a higher percentage. So even though, as I mentioned previously, I got like a B or B plus for my um mid intern, I I forgot what it's called, but like just the mid term report. So that um probably put down my score a little bit, but I think the weightage for the final part will probably pull it back up to like an A. So that is great. I hope. I mean, I'm gonna get my result in like a week basically next friday so if i do upload a next episode soon then i'll, I'll just update lah how my gp is and yeah so that is it for my internship then i also had my first live performance 
with my group, my acapella, CCA. And yeah, it was pretty fun. I mean, I never really had a live performance with an audience before. I've always done like uh, either internal performances with like alumni or just uh, gigs with a live, sorry, a live concert, a live concert with an audience because I usually perform to like just random strangers uh, for my like external gigs or like, yeah, so I, I it was an eye-opening experience. Lah. And then of course, um, in February, I had my limelight performance with my alumni choir. So that was, that was very different because, I mean, as I mentioned, I, I'm currently in like an acapella group, CCA, that I'm already graduating out of, but I'll still be participating somewhat. Um, but yeah, going back to a choir, like performance, a choir style, choral singing, it's very different. It's very different. The culture is very different because, I mean, you don't have that sort of, you don't really have that sense of individuality where like uh, in like an acapella group, you only have that many people and you are each singing your own part, right? You don't have a lot of people helping you sing together. So like you have to perform well lah, and you have to put your own bait. Whereas in like a choir, you're kind of working together with a section and... I'm so sorry, my nose is like blocked today, but yeah. Um, you're working together with your section and you can take turns to breathe, you can take turns to like sing a bit louder to cover for the other person or whatnot. So like, uh, it's more of a team effort and yeah, la, I mean, it, it's a different experience. I don't mind both. Um, I did have a solo part for one of the songs that I performed which was like pretty pretty fun. It was quite an experience that because I never really performed solo in like a choir setting before. I have performed solo in like um a long, long time ago when I was like primary five. That's like 20... I cannot calculate, but yeah. When I was primary five, I did perform solo for one of like a uh, school performance in primary school. So that... uh. Doesn't really count lah, huh? Because they're so young. But yeah, it's a solo part in a song. So like, it's not just um, a... How to say? It's not just one solo part, me soloing for the entire song. But it's just like certain parts of the song where I am shining, you know? So um, it was pretty great experience. I had to use like some of the techniques that I learned in my acapella CCA to this uh, choir performance so that I can like project myself because I perform in like the Esplanade uh, concert hall and it is big so but the acoustics are good so I don't need to project that much but I still have to project so that I can reach all the way to the back of the hall because there are still audience members there so it's yeah it's a little bit challenging um, I did listen back to the uh, recordings that my friends took and I think it's pretty okay. It's just some parts I'm drowned by the choir when um, it's a bit busier. So I, that's what I could have done better. But um, honestly, pretty slay, pretty slay. Um, other than that, that is... Oh yeah, okay, I still had the Johor trip that I talked about, right? For um, That's February, yeah. So I planned another Johor trip with my CCA as well. 
uh, I already mentioned this like I think one or two or three episodes before of my previous Johor trip. Um, I don't think this is going to be a tradition of like every semester break we go Johor because that's going to be quite expensive. Um, yeah, but I think once a year would be great. Uh, I'm already going to NS soon, so I cannot really um, participate in the future Johor trips anyways since they're probably going to go on like weekdays. But yeah, so this Johor trip was, um, it's more packed, more like we followed the uh, schedule a bit more tightly because initially we wanted a three-day, two-night uh, stay in Johor, but because of some constraints, some people have to go back earlier or some people have to come later, then we had to move the dates around. So it ended up being a two-day, one-night instead. But yeah, we still managed to like cram quite a bit of stuff. Uh, went to night market. We went to like uh, high elements, go kart. We wanted to do like paintball, but I think that's like expensive, and it was also raining, so like that's unfortunate. Uh, we did archery. Um, we also did go to like malls to shop, whether it be like for clothes or for I don't know, just groceries like supermarket. To like buy back like cheaper like stuff lah. Like um, I bought Pringles. I bought um Kinder Bueno. I bought uh Kit Kat like a matcha flavor that I really liked, but I didn't really like. I couldn't find it in Singapore lah. So that's great. But yeah, I didn't really okay. One thing I did try to buy back was uh chewing gum. So I bought chewing gum from JB. And I put it into like my uh, bag lah. And because once you go through the Singapore custom, you have to put your bag through the scanner. And because you put your bag through the scanner, they can see. Like there, there is like, because uh, I bought like a container of chewing gum. So they can obviously see that it is chewing gum. So they took it out and they made us like throw away lah, like me and my friend. And I didn't really encounter this the last time I went to JB. I was able to bring back um, chewing gum. So I'm not sure what is this like inconsistency. Because like the person they say, like, oh, no chewing gum has been banned for like a decade already. Then what is this enforcement? Why is it sometimes on and off one? Last time I also got by like those containers before. Why, why suddenly cannot? Right. And I might or might not allegedly might or might not have a friend who managed to like bring it through the custom, um, this friend might or might not have put, like, the chewing gum into, like, a separate, like, packet of candy, like, those kind of, uh, what's that called, resealable bags, right, uh, that's opaque lah, so they just throw the, the, the chewing gum inside, then seal it back, and put it in, then it looks like regular candy, but it's actually chewing gum, um, allegedly, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, I don't get myself in trouble, so yes, allegedly. Um, and yeah, that I, I wish I had done that or I wish that that person could have told me if he or she might or might not have done it. Um, but yeah, that that's the Johor trip. Um, we did stay in an Airbnb that is smaller than what we used uh, the other time. Um, but it was still pretty fun. Uh, this time, I mean, okay, to be fair, the previous Johor trip, we some of us did stay up like all the way till five AM, six AM. 
and then you slept, or some people stay until like eight a.m. and then they slept. It's like almost the same case as this. We like talk, 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 talk from like um twelve a.m., eleven p.m. after the night market. Then we talk, 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 talk. Then we uh just go and like drink some alcohol. Uh, we did. I I didn't get that drunk or drunk at all. Honestly, I I didn't. I barely drunk. I barely drank any uh much alcohol lah. It was just like a few shots, and it's like some is some of it is diluted with like Sprite or Coke. So yeah, it's pretty decent. Um, but yeah, it was fun to get to know some people better that I might not have been very close to. Uh, and yeah lah. The it was quite a big group of us that actually stayed up overnight, all the way until like maybe four or five a.m., and then we slept for like a few hours. Um, we have we had like ten people in total, but I realized after we got to the Airbnb, I didn't calculate properly that there were only beds for nine people. So there was a there was one room with a double bed and a single bed. That's three people. One room with a double bed. Then it's five people, and then another room with a, a double decker, double bed. So that's another four people. So nine people total. But we had ten people. But the thing is, five of us squeezed onto the couch and like sat like a domino style, uh, lying on the couch to sleep overnight, and that that was a pretty interesting experience. Like one person lay on the other, then the other person lay on the other, and then so on and so forth. And yeah, I had like the bigger space, so that's that's great, because <laughs> I I was at the like the end of the sofa with like an extended like a uh, leg rest. So yeah, I had like a big enough place to sleep. So that's great. We did steal like blanket from one of the rooms. So some of the people who wanted to sleep in the rooms didn't have blankets, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a great experience. I don't think I would. I mean, the next time we go, we will probably still stay up again. Um. Or they will probably stay up again. Depends on when I end this, anyways. Uh, but yeah, hopefully the next time will be better, and hopefully they go to the three day two night next time. Um. Okay. So that's the Johor trip. Then after that, uh, early March, early March, we did a road trip. Like just a few days after the Johor trip, we did a road trip. So this road trip is just like uh, a day in Singapore, lah. Huh? We didn't road trip to anywhere outside of Singapore. So, we initially, the plan was that we have two cars. One of the cars will like fetch like people in the west side. The other car will fetch people in the east side, and then we just go around Singapore together. But then, but then we had some people who don't want to take the car because it is like a waste of money to them. It's expensive because we're doing certain activities like, for example, um, escape room. We were going cafe hopping. Going thrifting and like to them, it was not really very worth it to get a car. But how can you call it a road trip without a car? Like it's not it's not just about the money, you know. It's about the experience, not just about like how much you save from taking public transport. It's about the experience of going together in a car. Like it's just different vibes, you know. And yeah, lah, it's it's just unfortunate that we only had. Okay, afterwards, right? We wanted just to have everyone just take their mati, but. I I just I was just were I just wasn't like satisfied, you know. So uh, I was talking to my friend, and then my friend's like, "Yeah, if you if you get a car, I don't mind just taking it, you know." So I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna get a car." 
and whoever else just wants to join us can join us. Then the rest of them can go and take MRT themselves, you know. And honestly, that, that worked out pretty fine. There were some places that we couldn't go uh, because there was no time for people who didn't have a car to make it there and shop and then come back in time. So like, it's limiting lah. But at the end of the day, I, I still enjoyed it. Um, The worst part was finding parking for like uh, a dinner dinner time at like the Haji Lane area because everyone's going to go there for dinner and everyone's going to park there at dinner time. So like, it, it was almost impossible to find parking. I had to park all the way like outside further out at like a basement car park of like an office complex that was very sus la. I, I didn't know whether they were going to lock the premise or not because it, it is an office building la. So, but after I researched online, they said that, oh, they're open at like 24 hours. So I'm like, okay, I guess, I mean, I'm just going to take a bed and then just like stay there because I did actually have another car park or another like multi-story car park that I wanted to go to. Like I already set a GPS but somehow the GPS led me to somewhere else. And then I circled around again and I missed it. And I actually went to that, that office like complex kapak lah. But after I was walking back, so after I parked car already, I go eat dinner with them already, then I go back and get a car, right? Then I saw the multi-story kapak. There's like one whole traffic night before, before like the, the destination marker that I used on Waze. And then I was like, I, I, I just got a light too because like the the Waze app right which is just like a, a maps alternative um, it showed me that the destination was inside like the exit of the office car park and then I was like what? that is an exit right? I couldn't go in so I did one whole like right turn right turn right turn come back to this place again I was like, oh, did I miss it? Because maybe I thought like my eye like blur or I just, I don't know what, like, maybe I tired or what. Then I, 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 I didn't see carefully, right? Because I, I did see a stop line, which means that like it's for people who are coming out, lah, joining into the, the main street. Then I was like, okay, maybe I just saw wrongly, maybe I'm blind. So I went back and it's, it is correct. People drive out from there. So that place wasn't the multi-story car park that my, my GPS wanted me to go to. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I, I saw that there was already a car park in front. It had a weird name, like a gateway car park, city gateway or something like that, which is like, I've never heard of that before, but it's parking anyway. So I just went there and parked. And yeah, it, it was like ten, a 10 minute walk away from where we ate our dinner anyways. So it, it's uh, annoying, lah, but... Yeah, it's an experience, I guess. Uh, I probably don't really want to eat, especially at like a a busy place where there's little parking. Like if if we go to a mall like Plaza Singapura, or like even like Bugis Junction or what, at least I I'm guaranteed that there are probably like parking spots or like people will leave, come and leave like fast, right? Cause it's a very big parking space. But in this of like tight like street parking. With like some people just parking at the side, some people parking in those like open air car parks with like so little lots. It's so hard to get a parking lot and like yeah, it's it's not worth it lah. But yes, uh I managed to get it over. I managed to find a parking lot at the end of the day, so it's fine. But yeah, that's the whole road trip experience. And then 
last but not least, in March, uh, just a few days before, um, actually, no, I think it's actually a week before, a week or two before, um, I actually went to the NTU and SME open house. I wanted to go to the NUS open house, but I was too lazy uh, and I was too tired from the road trip. So, yes, I went to the NTU and SMU open house. So, let me first talk about the NT open house first, okay? For me, um, when I was considering like uni applications, which was due in like 21st February or 22nd February, uh, I... I wanted to just apply SMU and then just like finish because to me, I am like pretty decent in like interviews. Uh, I know how to answer questions. I know how to be um, unique but politically correct. So like, yeah lah. To me, interviews are like a pretty okay thing to go through. So I was like, okay, I think I can get into SMU if I do apply to SMU. So I didn't really think too much about other universities but I was like okay I might as well just apply to NTU, NTU and NUS anyway since um, they exist and they are like the top universities right apparently they are the top universities um, I did uh, NTU's open house was like on a the Saturday and NUS and, and sorry and SMU one was on both Saturday and Sunday so I was like okay I go to NTU first then I go to SMU Right, Saturday and then Sunday. So, for the NT1, I went with my friend who is like uh, looking to go into like the accountancy track. Lah. And I was looking into like, the information systems track. So, when I actually went to the open house for NTU, it was... I can just say that I am... I was extremely disappointed. Uh... I think everything they did was wrong. I don't know, like... Okay, number one, number one is... The worst thing I hate is poor crop... Like, crop control. Poor crop control with no... Like, little to no ushers. With little directional signs. With, like... I don't know. To me, as long as you... Have poor management. Like, just on the admin side of things that I would just think that you're a bad, like, university or organization, right? Because to me, like, the management is important because it sets a tone for uh, how they manage other things as well. If they cannot manage an event where they allow the public to all come on one day and they can't anticipate the amount of people who enter an auditorium at once or, like, just a big, not even a big, like, it's, pretty like tight space for like a few hundred people to be in at the same time and if they cannot even anticipate these kind of things I would think that their management is going to be a failure for the more important stuff like you know monetary side of things um, IT infrastructure or even just like planning timetable or what I would think that they're going to be very like unsuccessful in terms of um, allocating like well lah, and having enough having enough resources to help their students, right? So to me, like, poor management is a big red flag. So from that point alone, I already set my, my, my mind to say like, okay, I'm not going to go to NTU, right? But more and more reasons keep popping up to tell me, 
NTU sucks, okay? I don't think there's anyone that is in NTU that follows me or if there is, if there are, I'm sorry, but yeah, your university sucks lah. For an open house, number one, I already talked about crowd control. Number two, cleanliness. Like, if you're gonna open your like campus to the general public and you're only gonna open it for one day, of course, there are going to be a lot of people. And of course, like, you have to anticipate, like, um, that there might be toilet situations, there might be some clogging, there might be just, it's just going to be like, it needs to be regularly, like, um, monitored, like, regularly clean, uh, more regularly than, like, your normal day-to-day operations, right? And what I heard from a friend, who went to the toilet at NTU is clogged toilets, shit that's not flushed in the toilet bowl, um, dirty floors, dirty everything. Like, and this is like right next to the auditorium, right, the Nanyang Auditorium, that is where most of the school booths are, where most of the scholarship booths are, where the student life booths are, and most of the people are going to be visiting that area. So if you cannot even clean your toilets, you cannot present your place nicely to the people who are going to visit you for your open house, and they're going to give a bad impression, like, why would anyone want to go to your university? Some people I know who want to go there is because they don't really have much of a choice. Like NUS, SMU, um, and other universities don't really have that much of like a, a design uh, centric uh, course or degree that's available that is of like a certain standard, right? So NTU is like, for example, ADM. NTU is like the best place for like design media students. So it's quite annoying to see like an organization take so little pride in their campus. Uh, overall, the entire experience was just horrible. Lah. I, I didn't like it. The campus tour um, queue took like an hour, almost an hour to queue. And then, yeah, the, the entire experience was quite underwhelming. Um, and yeah, I think other than that, yeah, I didn't really learn much from the, the booths at the Nanyang Auditorium as well. I see a lot of people carrying brochures, but I don't see any clear place where I can take those brochures from. Right? I go to the booths, there are no brochures. I go to other schools, there are no brochures. And then I see that, oh, I think people are walking out of like the, uh, what's that place called? Like this, this hall, uh, lecture theater-ish place. Uh, and they're holding like brochures. Lah. And I'm like, okay, so can you only get brochures from inside there? Have they run out of brochures? Are they not distributing the brochures to everyone? I do you have to talk to a, a faculty member staff to, to get brochures? I'm like, these kind of things are like the basic things that you know and a person who is going to an open house would want, right? Brochures, um, information, booklets, uh, and like just just stuff that will help me learn more about uni- the university or the particular school or degree that uh, they are trying to advertise, right? So, I don't know, these are just basic stuff to me that I don't know how they managed to screw up. Lah. And, and yeah, it was just uh, 
a horrible experience. At the end of the day, uh, if you didn't go to NTU's open house, um, I don't want to say good for you or not, but you didn't get to experience what I experienced. Lah. Maybe to you, this is okay. Maybe to you, like you can understand their constraints of like manpower or what. But let me just contrast this with SMU. Because SMU, SMU at the end of the day is my first choice. Outside of NUS, of course. NUS is like, I don't think I can make it for the cutoff point. So I, I didn't really consider that as one of my top choices. But if NUS is up me, I think that I'll consider them like very closely for like, uh, in terms of which university I'll pick, right? So for SMU, okay. Number one, it's spread across two days. Saturday and Sunday, okay? And because of that, the load and the amount of people who are going for the open house is lesser for each day. And there's like lesser crowds at booths. There's lesser people going for campus tour. There's lesser people who are like trying to get goodie bags, right? So I do not need to go and run around trying to like get the, the goodie bags or whatever as fast as possible. Okay, one thing is they did have like free curry puff that ran out in like one minute or less than one minute or two minutes, which is like, wow, a lot of people just, just so, I mean, it is old chunky curry puff that you get for free. So I understand that they only have like 300. So it, it, it sold out, not really sold out, but it was gone in like a minute or two. And I, I reached right as they finished selling out. I was queuing already and like five people in front of me, they stopped. They say, oh, no more already, bye-bye. I was so close to getting that curry puff. I was waiting for my friend who was like a little bit like further, I think across the street. And like, I was waiting for her to come. I was like, ah, never mind, I just queue first. Then I queue first already, I missed it. So I didn't get free curry puff. But on the topic of free food, they have a lot of free stuff, okay? Number one, they have free goodie bag. You just have to like scan a QR code, fill in your details on like which course you are trying to get to. Uh, what's your current, like, are you graduating from a certain school, or like a poly, or are you a secondary school student, or whatever, right? And then you can select it, and then you just be able to go in and redeem your free goodie bag. And the, and the goodie bag is not really a goodie bag, like, it's like, a limit, they call it a limited edition backpack uh, that has like an SMU branding on it. It's like a turquoise color, which I, I don't really like. Um, and yeah, it, it's pretty small. It looks like very flim- flimsy, with like quite shitty material so I don't think I'll really be using it um, but one thing that I got was, that was valuable was this like Innisfree Innisfree package where there was like a, a cleanser an oil cleanser there was like a facial foam there was a toner like a eye and an eye cream or something like that and I have used it like on a couple of occasions. This was before my Johor trip. So I actually managed to bring this on my Johor trip. And yeah, it was it's pretty nice, I guess. The thing is I am an I'm an efficiency like driven person. So this kind of stuff is like extra stuff that takes more time that doesn't really have that much of like better results. So to me I won't really be like doing that much. I wouldn't really be trying to go and like my English, I won't really try and prioritize applying like the toner or like the eye eye uh, cream 
I'll just be putting on like the facial foam just to clean my face or what lah. I, I don't know what's the benefits or what. I I'm not into those type of stuff. But if it's if there is a solution that I can just put on like a five in one, I, I don't know if that exists. But um just like a, a quick solution, right? Where I can just do everything fast, then I mean I would consider it lah. But if not, I, I don't think I will really think about that or like try to prioritize that. It's only when I'm free or like I'm not rushing to go somewhere, which usually isn't the case because I like to do things last minute. I like to shower last minute right before I leave and like calculate like quite sometimes accurately. Like most of the times, like just not very accurately and I, I, I'm late like sometimes. Uh, but sorry, back to the point. SMU, yes. The crowd control was amazing. They have ushers like in many different places. It is a big complex. Much, it's like half the size of like NUS or N- I mean NTU. Like I didn't go, to, I didn't really go to NUS, but probably one quarter or half the size of um, those bigger universities because they have a smaller range of courses or degrees that they offer. So it is kind of, yeah, there'll be lesser people going to the open house, which I understand. And because of that, court control was great. There were ushers everywhere. There were people who could give you directions. Um, I mean, to be fair, NTU also have those, but I don't know. I, I just feel like they weren't as approachable. Um, they were quite intimidating to approach stuff for NTU people. Whereas SMU, they are like just roaming around trying to like just help you law. Um, and I don't know. They're not like, because for NTU, right? They have like a big sign that they carry like, need help? Come to me. I think SMU was, I don't know, they were just wearing that shirt that people knew, oh, you're from SMU, I can just ask you for help if I need, right? And other than that, okay, free food, I talked about it already. There's lesser people, better crowd control. Um, they have also like sample lessons that are more useful. From what I heard from my friend who took a sample lesson in NTU, um, they did a lot of like just promotion on their... Um, uh, like teaching style, teaching, if I'm not wrong, what, teaching pedagogies or something like that, where they like go through how they actually teach students, what kind of methods that they use, like the results that they produce. It's supposed to be a sample lesson, right? It's not like a five minute lesson where I just go through like some of the basic stuff and then like the rest of the time I spend the time promoting my uni- university, right? That's not the point of a sample lesson, right? When I go to SMU, the sample lesson is a legit sample lesson, right? I went to an information uh, systems like sample lesson and then they talked about like uh, Internet of Things, right? They talked about uh, the definition of it. They talked about how some people categorize it wrongly, right? Some of the misconceptions about it. Talk about growing trends of like Internet of Things and like the lecturers, the professors were quite like um, interesting. Like, they're quite enge- engaging and they use like a lot of tools that I like, like Kahoot, they use those like Mentimeter type of things where they really try and engage you. And to me, like that is the kind of environment that I want to study in. La. Not those kind of like lecture, lecture stuff. And what SMU pro- prides themselves in is like a smaller class size, which is, I-, I guess, kind of what I would prefer as well. But I'm also not that sure. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah, so hopefully... Um, SMU will get back to me soon. Um, I did apply to NTU as well, but I I think if they give me uh 
letter of acceptance or whatever, I, I would just like say no because I really just dislike them. And like, and like it's on a hill. I don't want to go and walk through hills. To be fair, I was in the IT, ICT school, so I didn't have to go through, like, walk up hills for my lessons. But I do not want to have to do that for NTU. And, like, there's a lot of construction around it that will only end in 2028 or 2027 when I've already graduated or when I just came in or what. So it, it's like, yeah, it's not a conducive environment for me to study at, like, I feel. So to me, NTU is just a, a no. La. NUS... I didn't get to go to the, the open house, but I have been to NUS a couple of times already. I have looked at its like residences. I've been to one because my friend stays there. And I've also like looked through uh, the, the the courses that they have. Lah. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty decent. I think it's like one of the de facto like, universities lah, outside of NTU. So if they offer me, I will seriously consider it and just like weigh against SMU. But yeah, so I went to NTU and SMU open house. I hated NTU and I loved SMU. So we'll see. Um, that said, I think that this episode has gone on for very long. I mean, the recording's at 45 minutes already. So yes, um, I don't really know when I'm going to post again because I really am lazy to record sometimes. But if I do feel like posting or I do want to, I don't know, just talk or rant about something, then yes, I'll I'll just post an episode lah. But since a lot of people have been asking, I just do an episode and I'm done. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Um, I don't know when I'll see you, but yes, see you next time. Bye-bye.